Hello everybody, um, you've got a very late episode today, but given the state of the intro that I've just cut um, off the original recording, it seems like you're sort of lucky to get an episode at all. Um, so enjoy me very tired on a Monday night trying to corral the podcast crew into talking about the very serious pre-Blackpool week. Welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast, you're 100% unauthorised, unexpurgated and uh, like unable to concentrate source of Strictly Come Dancing news, opinions and gossip. We aren't neutral, we aren't polite and none of us were asleep immediately before this podcast recording. Tonight I'm joined by Meg. Hello. Elliot. Hello. And Anne. Hello. To talk about... The most important week in Strictly, the week that separates the people who were quite good from the people who were even better, it's the week before Blackpool. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So um, I only watched the show this afternoon. I'm very tired. Um, what, what happened? What is everybody's overall impression of this weekend? Uh, it was a bit like someone sat on the Strictly remote and lowered both the volume and the frenetic buttons, yeah. which was quite nice. But also it was very bizarrely judged, I thought, at times. Mm. There wasn't anything very silly. No, but we'd had enough silliness for like the last seven weeks, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but also- I- They've also got their quota of silliness, so they've just banked this week to throw it into next week. So that's what I've realised. They're they're making it all sensible for now, so when next week, when it is a bit daft and silly, they can just go, because it's Blackpool. We're very lucky. I mean, like, Blackpool gave us um, Stacey Dooley riding a stick of rock last year, right? Yes. 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 (laughs) And Gemma Atkinson's tram. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes, the tram. But that was quite cute, actually. It was cute, and it was locationally appropriate, but it was also an extremely glittery tram. (laughs) And Lauren Sedman vanishing behind the giant bedsheet. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So if Blackpool is a week where anything can happen, the week before Blackpool is a week where only one thing can happen. Everybody has to promise to get serious because suddenly going to Blackpool means more than life itself. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's, Definitely. Let's do the dancers because I am I'm flagging, I'm I'm fading fast. Dancing the jive all the way from the malt shop to the sock hop and all of the other places you can jive in America. It's Alex Scott and her partner, not Kevin, it's Neil! Waves pom-poms in a 1950s cheerleader manner. Um, (laughs) So first of all, let's deal with the, uh, the elephant in the room in a much more humane manner than Motsy did. 
<laughs> yeah. Shade. <laughs> um, she doesn't know, does she? She hasn't. No, no, I did feel she didn't get the memo, or she didn't doesn't quite understand the, the what that actually means in strictly parlance. Yes. Or, or she just got swept up with her comment and realised after she said it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I don't think she realised like the when they went for the wide shot with all four judges. Um, there was some very good. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> face going yes. on, especially from mm. Craig. And then Neil's face of just moving along, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and then then, some, then suddenly he had quite a lot of forehead sweat that he didn't have before. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, yes, it's lovely to see them together again. And this was so cute. So it was. Basically, so basically what they've been for the last eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I know, I'm not really saying so cute with any kind of element of surprise. I'm more saying it with like a lot of approval. It was so cute. Yes. Yeah. Doing what we expect. I mean, Jives can get a bit um, samey after a while when you've seen approximately what feels like six million by week eight. And there are only six Um, places you can mm, jive. Yes. Uh, But I really like this one. I I felt it was was light, um, but it felt like it had actual sort of grounding to the technique. Yeah. um, Yes. I was initially thrown off a little bit by Tommy doing the singing, but Alex miming along mm. to it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was an that, odd that choice. That made me just go, <laughs> But it, it did allow her to do some excellent look down the camera, vote for me face, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the show itself is now commenting on what a magnificent journey she's having. So, yep. uh, yeah. hello, the, we have a journey contestant. The, the lip syncing, was that to a female or male's voice? I can't remember. It was to Tommy's, Tommy's voice. Okay, yeah, then that makes no sense Tommy. whatsoever. Unless, <laughs> like, she had something stuck in her throat then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the actual drive itself, though, um, her flicks and kicks are actually very good. I, I remember a few weeks ago, like, we complained massively about Saffron's. Um, she was actually kicking from the right part of her leg, which is your mm. knee, and not her hip. So they looked a lot cleaner and tidier, and her feet were a lot closer together, how it should be done. Um, the underarm turns there at the beginning, and I'm surprised no one picked up on this, is that her feet were turning in. Because you know, they did all those underarm turns at the start of the routine. Yeah. Every time yes. her feet sickled. Which and I'm surprised Shirley and Craig both didn't comment on that because I noticed that and I was like, oh no, they're gonna slap her on that because their feet turned in, not good. Well, Elliot, it's because the technical judging on the show uh, varies highly from person to person. <laughs> True, they, and they wouldn't have picked saffron up on it either. <laughs> no, but you know, yeah, it was it was cute, it was lovely. Like I said, and, you know, like I said to you, Ellie, it reminded me a lot of Katie and Gorka's jive with the outfit and like the shoes and the whole vibe with it i got similar to katie and gawker's except you know with a thousand percent more confidence and kicking in time but yeah yeah <laughs> that's sort of like just cute happy you know you can just sit it and sit and watch it with no real fear sort of thing and that they've become that compa- they've become that now 
I don't worry watching Alex anymore. I just know she's going to deliver it in her own way. And, you know, what Moxie said four weeks ago, it has worked for her. Like you said, like it should be used as sports psychology. And I'm, I'm guessing she has taken it like that because she's just been herself since, has totally relaxed and her scores have skyrocketed as a result. And it's proof that it is her and not Kevin because she still didn't dip far yeah. from her scores with Kevin. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. As soon as as soon as Alex has stopped worrying about her individual opta stats uh, for kicking and dribbling and pass pass completion, <laughs> and just started playing football, she's suddenly improved. Um, it it was. Uh, I mean, uh, it was really nice. First of all, that they opened the show because I kind of thought I don't know who'd get more nervous as the evening progressed whether Alex would get more nervous about dancing or whether Neil would get more nervous about is the injury going to flare up so it was quite nice that that jeopardy was out of the way first Mm. kind of like oh you know uh, nothing bad has happened in the dance Um, but the one thing that I really noticed was the fact that they looked really well balanced they were very kind of on the same level in energy and intensity. And that really came across in, in the whole of the dance that, that, you know, considering they haven't danced together properly for a few weeks as well. Um, it was really nice to see that, you know, that they were, they hadn't forgotten how to dance together. <laughs> I, th- I think that having Neil basically running the training when she was dancing with Kevin helped. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, did did we need the shot of Kevin jumping up and down like a football fan in the claudatorium? No. Probably not. No, like, it's not no, about it's not about Kevin anymore. No, 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 no Elliot. <laughs> the whole show is about Kevin. To be honest, I'm surprised he he didn't put his shirt over his head and run around. <laughs> like like he got knocked out early, so in order to make the show about Kevin and his achievements, yeah. we're gonna have to stretch it a bit. Um, is Kevin like the um, John Terry of Strictly that kind of takes up the, <laughs> the, the glitter ball when they win? I cannot it's like, com- I cannot, it's not you two, it was me, I, all me. I cannot comment on his uh, doings with other people's wives, no. Mm, no. Let's steer away from that one, because, yeah. yeah. you know, don't dig too far into that. Oh, can, can we? <laughs> can we... Can we talk about um, her doing a Paso to Beyonce next weekend? Oh. She's getting the Blackpool Paso. Yeah. Heck yeah. To mm. get the Blackpool Paso is a monumental vote of confidence. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah. And a lot of people are Somewhere guessing it's around Kevin's the world. Going, but it should have been me. I do Paso is a Blackpool. Yeah, he's having a little cry at himself in the mirror. Uh, well, but, two know, ridiculous themes. Yeah. He's... He's a spare pro this year for Blackpool, so he'll be there somewhere. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Although, if Alex uh, can pass her with both Kevin and Neil, that would be quite fun. That's probably going to happen. <laughs> but a lot of people are guessing it's Run the World, because that's the only sort of like really powerful Beyonce song that you could pass her to. But it's, if it is, that's very fast as well. Mm. Run the world. I would have thought that was like a samba for a mad person. It's yeah, so like like salsa samba sort of speed, not paso. But it, it, we just know Alex is going to look phenomenal, mm. and I'm really excited for it. <laughs> yes. Oh well, I'm I'm so happy for her that it is working out. Let's go. 
<clears throat> Dancing a Paso Doble that gives him dignity and his partner a nice frock. It's Mike Bushell and his partner Katya. They like they did. They gave him dignity. Yes. yes. They, ga- they yes. gave him the proper exit, which he should have got. And uh, he got a Katya special as well with the weird knee lift thing oh. at the end. Yes. Yeah. She she looked like a parrot on a perch. What was that? Yes. It, it was, <laughs> she looked like a yeah, budgie. It's like, I am here. Like, it was Katya like racking her brains for eight weeks to try and come up with something. Yeah, and that was I, what she came up with. I I will admit, Katya's frock was beautiful. I didn't like his shirt, and that is a very typical that that style of shirt mm. with the with the pleated front and almost like sort of like. Uh, that's very popular now on the Latin circuit, and I don't like it. Like that—that that isn't especially made for him, sort of shirt, sort of thing. That's somewhere in you know the DSI warehouse they've just tailored to him, and I just don't like those sort of shirts. But it—it it was the closest we were going to get to a proper sort of shirt for Mike and a proper exit for him that was Latin. Mm-hmm. And you know, it wasn't offensively bad. He was clearly walking some of it through rather than dancing it. His attempts at paso shaping didn't. Um, but it was a serious dance, a- a- attempted well, and that's as much as he, as we could have all hoped for. Yes. Katia obviously had some faith in him because she wouldn't have made him start on his own. Yeah, he's for not a good sure. fifteen he's, seconds. He's not you sure know. of confidence. Yeah, and you know, and he didn't do it that bad actually. He looked, he looked quite strong there by himself. It kind of then fell to pieces after that bit. Yeah, it it gotta, didn't help. Gotta say, sorry, Edith, go ahead. I was just going to say, it didn't help. Their entire VT was about his shaping and being a banana, and then it just yeah. did not happen at all. Like, that was the one thing I was looking for, and it, yeah, it didn't happen. He, he got a little bit in, but I think that was kind of mostly just his sway back contributing. Mm. Um, mostly at the start, and then after that, he was basically just a sort of paso maypole for Katia mm. to dance around. Going from the full pineapple to yeah. an extremely partial banana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Craig just saying in the dance off, "Don't bother about dancing." He may have well just said, "Don't yeah, bother." Just, At that yes, point, like, it's your fourth in a row. Well, just, just, just do something. <laughs> but at just least our long national nightmare so, is over. I've only just had time to watch the actual show. So was it any better in the dance off? <coughs> Not massively. It was. No. It was calmer. Like the running back step wasn't as like chasing after a train but it wasn't much better no <laughs> oh well um and he's doing the tour yeah yeah i mean he's i'm sure oh, I can I get, well i'll just get dan walker to do the sports instead of him so it's, it's he's a easy replacement for the bbc whilst he's away for six weeks <laughs> and they, they always need a comedy act on the strictly tour yes who was uh, the comedy yeah. oh doctor Dr. <clears throat> Dr. i'm guessing dr ranch was it last year quote unquote because uh, yeah. I, I can't remember who was on the tour, to be fair. I didn't think it looked like there were a lot of celebs on the tour this year. I thought there's sort of only seven. Ooh. Seven so far. Well, they've only announced seven, unless they add one or two on. I don't know, but seven seems short out of a cast of 15. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, because it's, it's 
Yes, it's very possible that there's no there's a finalist that might not be on. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. So, uh, are we are we uh, covered on mic? Yeah, it's over. And it's it over. Our long yeah. national it, mic. It's over, Mike. <laughs> and they think Mike it's all over. It is oh. now. And no, <laughs> sorry. The dignity didn't last because he decided to put ketchup oh, God, over yes. his head and it's and like, yes. and there goes the dignity the out conga. the window. Oh, the conga line was great, but the dig, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the almost up over killing, head. The yes. almost killing catcher when she was like patting at him to kind of like, let me down, let me down. Yeah. It's like, we have enough injuries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine Catty is already almost uninsurable. <laughs> <laughs> Given so, their stunts, yeah. Thank you, Mike. Uh, so long, and thanks for all the fish. Dancing a Viennese waltz up a topologically troubling medium-sized lighthouse, it's Karim Zelowal and his partner, Amy. Ah, oh, Karim. <laughs> Oh, oh. I, I can't suit yeah. everything, can you? Can't be good at everything. Well, the thing is, though, he was still good. He just yeah. like had a couple of random glitches, mm. and he's now going to punish himself harshly for that. For that, poor lad. I mean, I'll be honest. During the actual live show, I didn't notice two of the mistakes. Only when I watched the back, just because I was so impressed by his holding his top line. That, I can confidently say, is probably the best male top line I've seen at this stage from a, from mm. a male in Strictly History. It didn't move. It was so solid. So I didn't notice the footwork errors until I watched it back. Mm. But, yeah, it's... And it is a shame he's so hard on himself. But, you know, it just proves he wants to do well. And he wants to do well for Amy. And obviously, I think Amy probably maybe put a lot of unexpected unintentional pressure on because I'm sure she would have mentioned she got to this point last year and got knocked out. She really wanted to get to Blackpool and then to go wrong, he probably thought he let Amy down and that's why he got upset and then Claudia's comment in the Claudatorium <clears throat> didn't help. As funny as it was, timing wasn't right. No, no. And he no. still doesn't have any idea whether the people are voting for him or not. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Poor lamb. But he's on his way through. I I thought this was very good, but I couldn't sort of emotionally find a way into it. Yes. Agree. Actor. 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 Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I felt like it had a very glassy surface and I couldn't really get anything from it. Like it was sort of perfect but not warm, like a rose made of glass rather than mm. petals. I'm very tired. I'm not going to remember any of this when I come to edit it. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Anne? Um, I just, I think that uh, in, in an odd kind of way, Karim has made a bit of a rod for his own back because he is so good that when the judges find something, no matter how small, they kind of penalise him and they almost over-penalised him. Mm. Um, and uh, whether that's fair or not, well, probably no. Uh, especially where he was on the leaderboard in particular. I mean, it wasn't his greatest dance, but it, he probably didn't... Uh, actually, I'll, I'll say that again. He didn't deserve to be where he was he could have been a 
a couple of steps higher. Um, and I think that the fact that he was so close to the bottom then had a knock-on effect when people were voting at home. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because I definitely voted for Karim this weekend and it's the first time yeah. I have all series. Yeah. Meg, have we heard you? Um, no, I'm, I'm, you hadn't heard me, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in lockstep with everyone else. It was, it was nice, but I couldn't really get into it and I felt sorry for him. Um, having made a bit of a boo-boo, he got quite upset. Yeah. A good I mean, spot on the shirt as well, though, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so T gave more information on that, that they went to a flat-topped shoulder specifically so that he, his ball, his hold could be achieved better. Yeah. Because yes. those, those shirts Karim was in the second time, they're basically skin tight, so it doesn't like bunch around your shoulders or under your arms so you can get your hole there and it doesn't look like it's higher than it is. Mm. It just gives off a better shape and top line. This hold is lovely. Yeah. Mm. If you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> oh, we, uh, we we need you in the final, Karim. We also need yeah. like a bit of, I don't know, electricity from you. Give us it in yeah, Back hole. to the quick step. Yes. Bring that Bring that level of electricity back. Yeah. Do it for frighteningly intense Amy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's going to Blackpool for the first time. Well, it, with Strictly. With Strictly. <laughs> she's yes. not going to be like, she's going to be. And when I won at Blackpool this time, and when it, <laughs> and, and yeah, one time at Blackpool. I think it, it's different when you're, yeah. when you've been trying to do it at Strictly. Yeah. yeah. I will just say the last time she competed at Blackpool, um, she did win the amateur Latin championships. And then two months later got signed by Strictly. So yeah, the last time she was there, she won. Yeah. So <laughs> it is with good reason. But she's uh, going to have a bit of a time. Go, Amy. <laughs> Dancing the tango and making me wonder if I've left the oven on. It's Chris Ramsey and his partner, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a tango. That That was an early show tango. I'm just a bit confused about the song choice. And because... oh, oh, oh! I remember. So we were trying to work out who'd used this before, whether it had been used in a pro number or not. And it's be it was a paso in Ukrainian strictly. Right. So it definitely oh. feels more paso than tango, like timing and just staccato wise. Yeah. Because I've been struggling with it all week. I was like, yeah, you could do this, but again, this sounds more something more like. Martial arts or Paso, not a tango we were in hold. I had to go and look it up. I couldn't remember what song they danced to. Um, I found it I found this tango a bit hard work. It was I felt it was a bit of a tango of two halves, so up at the top he was doing quite well at tango face and then down at the bottom his feet were not doing so great at tango feet. I mean his frame is there. But it's, it's the same issue as the quick step. He just he isn't striding out. He needs to take bigger steps. And I just think that comes with confidence. He needs to know that he can cover that floor. Yeah. So I hope he hasn't got a ballroom dance in Blackpool because the floor 
even though the, the floor actually in real life is quite small, it feels a lot bigger. So he's got to really stride out and use his knees. Mm. And it's springy. I and think, it's springy. I think that yes. maybe his attitude to some of this is holding him back from truly engaging with it. Because he's still engaging with some of this on a lol, can you believe it level, rather mm. than a sort of becoming emotionally emotionally vulnerable to the dance and committing to it more not it's like he's not communicating himself with the dance he's attempting to do the dance as a sort of a layer pasted on top of him yes mm. Mm. which which is a shame because obviously we've seen how much he's improved and if you did just let go and really go for it, like Alex did, he could be like her and be, you know, challenging for the journey and getting really far. But now it just seems glaringly obvious that he is the next one to go. out. And I'm at peace with Chris going out in Blackpool and that being it, because, you know, I've, I've loved Chris from day one. I think he's been great for the show. But if he goes out of Blackpool, I'm totally fine with it because it would be at the minute fair unless someone hasn't absolute mayor in Blackpool, which I don't see happening. Mm. Yeah. People aren't really allowed to have absolute mayors in Blackpool. No, no. the marks are crazy. No. <laughs> the ten pedal comes out uh, for Craig sometimes. <laughs> Karen's prof, <laughs> though. Oh, my word. Mm. Chris's suit jacket. Like, those two as a... That, yeah. that, out, that look as a pair was real... We've just killed. We've just killed the um our family member, but I have nothing to do with it. Sort of look at the funeral, wasn't it? It was so, and it was just so powerful. Mm. A sort of mob funeral look. Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I did, I loved. I loved the little um gold chain Chris had as well on his um, just underneath his collar. I really liked that little detail, and I liked how the back, the center panel of Karen's dress was the only part that was stoned as well. It's like the little details to it were really oh, that nice. Was lovely. Mm. And Karen's hair. Um, just, just Karen this year. Yeah, yeah just oh, Karen. Um, <laughs> Karen's, Karen's done so well to get Chris this far because I think she's had to really work him to the bone. Yeah, because if he is as kind of not focused, not fully into it, to actually get him to a standard where he's actually doing really well on the night she must be really getting at him and so she should as well yes um oh god I was going to say something oh yeah he's basically run out of larky dancers yeah Yeah. like he's he's had his chips now he's got the salsa and that's it I think so I think he's definitely going to have the fun, vibrant salsa we always get, probably to open the show as well. And then oh, like that, the, that, the rave salsa, the rave salsa, <laughs> the Gina, the Gina, the Gina G salsa as well from last year with Stacey. And then that will be his go out dance. Because then, even when he goes out, he can say, "Look, I went out to a really fun dance as well." Yeah, yeah. A salsa would also be a good way to knock him out because yeah, he's not going to be able to do it. He did not do well with Samba, so a saucer is not yes. going mean, to magically was... be amazing. I mean, that Samba was killed by the theming, the song, and the possessed wig. 
Oh God! And oh, Karen God, getting yeah. hooked to his stocking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's all right when everybody leaves about the right time. Yeah. Yes. Like I said I'm. Sure. I'm. I'm so. I've been Chris's biggest fan of this podcast. There's, I. I don't. I. Don't, I think no one's going to challenge me that, and I'm perfectly fine with Chris going out next week because it's fair. He's lasted till week nine. I didn't think you'd get this far. <laughs> Yeah, he's made it to Blackpool. He absolutely did not think he would get this far. (laughs) No one did. (laughs) Dancing in American Smooth and giving us confusing messages about feminism and emotional labour, it's Michelle Visage and her partner Giovanni. She doesn't wear green. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore, no. Except for green. Wait, if you come and near someone with... needs to fire the hairdresser because what? Yeah. If oh. you come near her with a swatch of green, she'll arch her back and hiss like a cat. <laughs> I mean, I did find it funny, um, and that Teresa did actually retweet your tweet about her not wearing green. So maybe Teresa's like, right, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think what didn't help this. I mean, I did love this routine, but the main issue is that Gio decided to go down the Kevin Clifton route of let's add 20 seconds of pointless vamping at the start. Like, yeah. it wasn't needed. Yeah, yeah. That, that much wasn't needed. She can dance. And doing, yeah. like, I don't think that doing an overly literal choreography to that song with those 50, 60-year-old lyrics, I don't think that sat very well with a lot of people in the audience no. and especially not with no. Michelle Visage fans yeah like it was like, like bizarre it wasn't subversive no it I was, mean, it was no. the complete opposite of subversive yeah it I was mean, grim her, her dancing in hold was, was great again it was actually, there was nothing wrong with it and I say her performance was good. Her musicality's actually really improved, I think, as well. But we didn't need the feather dusting on the TV, then the the tea or the cake, and then moving the newspaper. You needed like one of those aspects, yeah. not all three, because it wasted so much time at the start. And you know, like I said, Michelle can dance. It's, you know that got reflected in her marks. She's a good dancer. She still got yeah. four nines for the dancing part of it, but mm-hmm. I think that. The combination of the routine just being sort of thematically not in step with who Michelle is. The fact that she was second on the leaderboard and I don't know. Yeah, there being other people who needed, who seemed to need the vote more contributed to her falling into the dance off. Yeah, she she fell into the gap of she'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Which is the worst thing you can say. (laughs) I mean, also, it's not the first time that a terrible theme has almost or entirely sunk a, a routine. Yeah, but the terrible yeah. theme was also normally reflects the marks as well. This didn't. This, as I said, this still no, got second. I mean, true. the only thing I can think is that we normally do have a shock dance-off the week before Blackpool. My biggest point is Caroline Flack, the week before Blackpool, fell into the dance-off. And from then on, she was unstoppable to the point where she won. You know, is Michelle going to win? I, I mean, I'm, I don't think so. But... I think this is just going to like spur her on, spur her on even more, and you know, and she did go out there and fight in that dance off. She actually calmed it down a bit yeah. as well, and it it worked. I mean, Geo, you could see was saying something to her the entire way around. So I do wonder what he was saying, mm. but that training room is going to be focused, wasn't yeah. she? In that dance off, just so on the ball. It was just a reaction as well. Like the entire arena, like the entire all the air just got sucked out of the studio yeah. when her name got said, and you know. 
And she said the right thing. She said, I want this. I'm going to fight for it and I'm going to do what I can. You know, before Gio even said anything, that, that's the right attitude. She's yeah. like, screw it. I'm going to fight. And I did feel sorry for... Anyway, that she was the first name announced. I did just think whoever else is against her, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it probably needed a differential like that for the judges to feel able to kick Mike out. Yeah. yeah. We, needed, we needed someone solid like a Kulim or Michelle to get rid of Mike because... Because this is the point where we go, no, it actually is a dance competition. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say, like, uh, I'm, I am excited and now she's in Blackpool because I, I think I know what's going to happen. So, yeah, you had a theory about this. You had a do. theory that the drag race finalists are going to be there. I think they may be there, or I think what's going to happen is that when they introduce everyone, Gio is going to come out and look like Gio. They are going to be saved to close the show because Michelle and Gio haven't closed yet. They're going to do a salsa or a Charleston to a RuPaul song. And Gio's going to come out in drag. I think that the uh, BBC promo rules mean that a RuPaul song can't be used. Mm. I think that that would be like undue prominence. So I think it will probably be another iconic gay anthem. But it's a shame she's only cha cha because then she could have done Vogue by Madonna and they could have done a voguing section. Oh! And that is a cha-cha. Mm. <laughs> um, what, what's she got left? Waltz, not useful. Tango, <laughs> Charleston, Samba, Jive, Argentine Tango, Couple's Choice. Unless she uses her Couple's Choice here. And she her Couple's Choice is a Vogue routine. It's theatre. And as Craig said, the rule, there, yes. there are no rules in theatre. Anything counts. Oh my! <laughs> I, but I I think Gio's in drag because even like, even today Michelle's like saying like we're pushing Gio to things he has never done before and even he's admitted he's doing things he's never done and very different for him. I can only think it is the drag element. He's gonna be in heels. He's gonna do it all. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, and Gio seems mm-hmm. up for it. He's the sort of person who's like, yeah, let's just give this a go. Well, he'll also do it to annoy Michelle, who thinks he won't do it. <laughs> And he'll probably take it as a challenge to, like, outperform her being a drag queen. <laughs> you can't out-queen Michelle. No. <laughs> Many have tried. <laughs> a few have survived. Uh, it's just a shame there was no... And now you're going to lip-sync for your life. life. We can't do five minutes of Drag Race chat because I've not seen it oh. yet. <laughs> I thought it more important to prepare for this podcast with the thing that it's actually about, rather than... Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I gotta say, with the with Drag Race getting a second series, it, it has become quite clear that the BBC still don't know what uh, Chante and Chasse mean. Oh, bless them. <laughs> oh, bless them. I mean, it's amazing it has been renewed because, like, the feedback and the response has been fantastic and it has been a really well-produced show, so I am glad they're doing it again next year, at least. Just just next year, get some queens outside of London. It's a really short yeah. casting period as well. You've got to get your, yeah. Cast, yeah. your application in for, like, this week? the 20th of November. Yes. Woof! Which is, like... It's, it's uh, short. <laughs> I, like... I know that the main series has set its face in a particular way, 
but um, I would it would be nice if they could open up the format to drag kings and other like just general drag gender messing around people Mm, mm. But like, I think it would, it, like, they would have to alter some of the challenges. And but so, but, uh, but I think that British drag is sufficiently different to American drag to require that to make a good representation. Anyway, yeah. uh, Michelle rocking on. Uh, she's going to be unstoppable now. Uh, I can't wait to see what she does next week. Dancing the couple's choice that was a bit like the 1960s Avengers, but with indifference instead of sexual tension. It's Emma Barton and her partner, Anton. Well, I did say it was going <laughs> to be Bob Well, yes. I feel, I feel a lot happened, but I cannot tell you for life of me what happened. There were bowler hats. Yes. That's and about a lot the of... extent of my... And a lot of very short shots on Emma with a lot of cutting out of Anton. There was a lot of uh, face being yes. served and not like I, I th- through the camera work, I'm not sure whether this was good or not. It, no, it was it certainly wasn't. a look. Uh, like, yeah, choices were made in terms of camera angles. Yeah. What? So if you want to see some quality uh, Bob Foss pastiche homage dancing, then I think the Foss Verdon box set is still on iPlayer. Yes, it which is. Which is yep. the, the dramatisation of the, 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 the life of a terrible man and all of yeah. the women he was terrible to. Yes. <laughs> and created some dancing along the way. <laughs> Now, I do think someone else choreographed this because I'm pretty yeah. sure Emma mentioned it. Yeah, um. But. I can't remember their name, but she did reference the choreographer. Yeah, um, I can't see Anton coming up with this. Good God. No. No. <laughs> no. I, I will say the whole idea, the tempo of the song and the whole sort of like vibe was very similar to their salsa. You know, that sort of like really smooth, sort of like almost like dis. Not, I don't want to say disco. But like, I was like, I was pitching a salsa over this music. I was like, yeah, they could. It feels exactly the same. It was louche. Mm. Yeah. Um. So it was that kind of um. Oh, the. Uh, it would maybe have been better if they'd have done it to some actual French language yeah yeah music. Yeah. Rather than the Pussycat Dolls attempt mm. at the same thing. There wasn't like, a lot of dancing, was there? No. It was very posy. Yes. Very kind of, go here, go here, go there, down, do a little shimmy, 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 and point and flick and pose, rather than actual flowing choreography. It just seemed like point to point. I mean, even even Bob Foss did his... I mean, his style was very... Certainly went started very avant-garde and jerky, but it still had flow. Yeah. Because um, if you've ever seen his uh, really small sequence in um, uh, the MGM Kiss Me Kate, which was before he was Bob Fuss and just when he was jobbing actor, dancer, um, it's uh, it's quite interesting to watch it 
in its embryonic state at that point. But um, yeah, it, it still had more flow than this. Sorry, podcat, didn't mean to kick you. <laughs> it's also like it's quite a high tariff maneuver. Uh, Bob Foss parody, uh, not homage pastiche. Yeah, and also there was just a lot of moments and like freezes where they had to be in sync, and I don't think they nailed they a single one. Like Emma was slightly no. ahead every single time, and they didn't they didn't pull them up on that at all. I'm surprised no. that anybody is attempting theatre jazz after Faye. Yeah, like, mm. there's no point. Like, why? Why is anybody <laughs> bothering? Exactly because oh, nobody in this world needs to see Anton do contemporary wafting or street contemporary. <laughs> Very fair. That's point. why. <laughs> I suppose we were saved from that. That's I also true. just looked. The choreographer is called Alan Burkett. Okay. So that's not like a nom de plume for Anton. I, yeah, shuffle those letters round and see if it turns out to be uh, an anagram for Tony Beak. Um, I would not be surprised if they didn't whap out their American Smooth next week. Yeah. Thank it's, you for that unpleasant mentor. It's, it's, <laughs> Anton it's, will want to do it, won't he? He'll want to show off. He will want in, a full production number, uh, yep. tie and tails. Frank Sinatra, something yeah. classic. It's it's Anton in the Tower Ballroom. He's, he's, I mean, he's held back a waltz, a quick step in an American smooth precisely for this nonsense. It's going to be the American smooth. I, think, I don't think he's going to use the quick step this season because I think... I don't know. I just get the feeling that I feel like it might be very messy for Emma. Because she's avoided a lot of the fast dances. Ones. Even her salsa was slow. She hasn't done... He's avoided... If I think you get now, because of Couples' Choice, to avoid two dancers off the main menu. And yeah. it, I think it would be safer if he managed to avoid the cha-cha and the samba. Samba. Mm. They, they, won't, they won't let him avoid two Latin, though. Samba. Oh, and I've just looked... Um, so the last time Anton was at Blackpool was with Katie Zarum. Yeah. Guess what dance he did with did her? Did they do an American Smooth, Elliot? They did. So ain't that a kick in the head and got a 35 for it. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, look forward to exactly the same reprise, same suit, different song. <laughs> or even the same song because they do reuse music now, so... Mm, oh, it's still too close. Yeah. I think they're trying not to reuse it for the same people. Pro. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to yeah. provide a direct point of comparison, do yeah. you? Well, anyway, good for you, Emma. You like, I think Emma saved that dance. Oh, yes, yeah. she, she was loving it. <coughs> she was visibly very stagey and committed. She loved yep. it. Yeah, jokes, 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 jokes. Dancing the waltz and just getting her partner to list a bunch of steps instead of delivering quality VT content. Is she not supposed to be a vlogger or something? It's Saffron Barker and her partner, AJ. Elliot, how many of that list of interminable waltz figures did they actually do? Wait, let me get up the notepad, which has the answer. Here we are. That's the wrong one. Holding them to account. (laughs) So... He listed off six. Mm-hmm. I saw four. That's not bad. No. I mean, I mean chassis but... is... Chassis and promenades, if you don't have them in any ballroom routine, it's very odd, especially promenade. And they did that straight away. The first figure where they got into hold was a whisking chassis, which is the most basic wall step. And that is in promenade. 
Um, they did a fall away, which is right near the end. I didn't see her do a heel turn, but I honestly can't remember if the woman comes out of a out of a fall away into a heel turn. So he may have done two for one there, and I didn't see a fall away whisk. I just saw a lot of running finishes and natural turns. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a very simple, repetitive routine, but because of the flow of it and the camera angles, it looked a bit different. The one thing I didn't like the most was the underarm drop he did with with her, which he used for Lauren twice last se- series. He has that one move in ballroom. I'll tell you what I... So this one did have about half of a magic moment for me, and that was the look of astonishment on Saffron's face where they were doing the supported spin on her toes mm. and it came off and she was balanced and she just looked so joyfully astonished yeah. that it had come <laughs> off. I, th- I thought that was lovely. It doesn't bode well for teaching, though, if he's just, like, chundering off a list of interminable dance turns and not really explaining them, but as we have already established, this is very much a dance by instructions teaching method, mm. like mm. by footsteps kind of. <clears throat> what what I found interesting is that whilst also I was on Twitter looking after the, the podcast chat was that um a lot of people were saying that was a lovely routine, but they're really struggling to warm to this as a partnership to vote for them. Mm. So well, I yes, I think that's very interesting. Well, it's just uh, those, so those... it's not just us that are like unfeeling, uncaring. Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> I, I, they 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 don't give me anything. They don't make me think like, yeah. oh, are they a thing? Like Alex and Neil. There's no like, oh, aren't they great mates? Like Chris and Karen. It's just like they're two people that have been forced to dance together, and they just need to be getting along with it. There's there's nothing there. There's there's like there's no jeopardy to it, is there? <laughs> nope. <laughs> there's nothing. No. Well, AJ is effectively a dancing candle, so. Oh, poor AJ. <laughs> oh. He's like the, the chemistry of a dancing candle. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure he's like an emotionally complex person and everything. He just communicates it less well than everybody else. Yep. Yeah. I did. I did like her dress, except I didn't like the bodice being the skirt of it being nude. Uh, I... If it was white or black, mm. I thought that would have looked beautiful. Even though, as soon as DSI put that onto sale. That will get sold immediately. I along with it was a bit too, uh, lest we forget, Poppy. Yes, poppy yes. yes, it was. It was very jingoistic. Like, yeah. it wasn't actually explicitly poppies on the bodice. No. No, it, but no. it was heavily implied. Yeah. It was definitely like a, a leaf or swell pattern to give that effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she looked, she looked lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just it, don't like nude in ballroom. I just don't understand why you'd want a ballroom dress all sparkly and beautiful and have a nude top. I don't get it. <laughs> I've never understood it. I felt like the, um, the intro on this one was another one where it went on a little bit too long. Oh, yeah. And actually, the, the, when it started, I was kind of rolling my eyes, kind of like, oh, this is set. And actually, the more they went on the better it got. And I actually felt a bit cheated by the end of it because I thought if you didn't have that silly intro at the end, actually you might have really got somewhere by the end of it. And, oh, yeah. and I, I, the acting was a bit hammy, a bit, 
a bit layered on, a bit thick. <laughs> a bit as well. a bit drama school. Yes, it was. <laughs> and drama. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but did that, it, it wasn't bad. They're, no. they're, again, they're, they're not bad, but I don't get anything from them. There's no, there's no love or hate. It's just meh. Yeah, it's not even fun to rag on AJ this year because he's not doing anything. No. Yeah. He, he hasn't dropped her. She doesn't talk. <laughs> she doesn't talk back and put him in his place like Lauren. Um, there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> did somebody suggest that we had to have like a neutral control couple? Yes, that was last yes. year, I think. Yeah, last year with Faye and Giovanni, and I'm guessing Giovanni. this year it is Saffron. <laughs> but Faye and Gio were much more sexy and exciting than this. Yeah. Well, Faye had a personality. Yes. Yeah. And, gosh. <laughs> that was more than just her nan. Yeah. Oh, God, it's Blackpool. Yes. What, oh, what? They're going to, like, wheel her nan out again, aren't they? Every, I know. Everybody's living nans. Blackpool. I know we say Even the about... dead ones. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully not. I know we say this about Nadia a lot, but what do we know about Saffron apart from she's a vlogger and she has a nan? She makes a lot of content, Elliot. <laughs> that is exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> but if you're not her core audience, and let's be honest, we're not, what yeah. through the BBC and this show has she told us about herself that makes us want to follow her career afterwards? Shirley says she's a very inspirational young lady. How? Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> she lives in New Haven. Our local rag loves her. That's about all I can tell you. And they're very um, upset by the strictly spoiler, the oh existence my... thereof. That's weird because it sort of doesn't affect Saffron either way. No, like, no. I know. The thing is, though, she's not been anywhere near the dance off. Yeah, it's so Except last, last week she was in the bottom three, but she was never going to go out because what they were saying was a call to action for her. Apart from that, she's been kept safe by the judges. And. When she does fall into the dance off, if she does, I just feel the judges will save her. Yeah, yeah. Because well, she's young, and we can't upset her. Because if a nineteen-year-old cries on TV, we'll get complaints. I don't think that's it. Like, there's there's some reason that she's being insulated from the reality of the process. I can't possibly work out what it is. It's too difficult. Dancing the salsa and adding supercar driving to the list of things that Oti is naturally queen of, it's Kelvin Fletcher and his partner, Oti. Of course, she's good at whacking a fast car around a circuit. <laughs> Just like she was really good at cricket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, this was nice. Did you see that Oti posted the original No Hands version of the yes. necklace? No. Oh. Um, yeah, it's on her Instagram. And there's uh, some training footage of them working on the that lift, but with no hands. No hands. It is so alarming. It's, it's terrifying. It's they like... Make... It's like um, Throwing down the gauntlet to Katya, like, look, I can do something even crazier than you. I just want like, to know what her insurance is with the show, because she puts herself in so much danger every year. Yeah. Oh, ga- I gasped so hard. And with no fear. Lifts. I think if you, like, if you are um, as full of core strength and uh, reflexes as OT, you probably know how to take a fall. <laughs> mm, probably, and 
And to be fair, I don't think Kevin has, uh, sorry, Kelvin has um, actively ever dropped her, so that we know of. No, I mean, you can probably pick her up with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, the... Oh, she didn't, she didn't enjoy the big weights. That's the one thing that, that she did not love. <laughs> Cricket, fast cars, great. Big weights, no. <laughs> well, it's, not, queen, it's not Otis jump to have... lift. No, a queen shouldn't have to lift heavy weights. That's what Kelvin's for. <laughs> that's, that's what the, the salsa swag is for. Yes. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, it was cute. Uh, the shoes is what ruined this dance. Oh. I remember Ellie asked like, what was wrong with his salsa, so I went back and had a look, and um, he is wearing basically work shoes. He's wearing like shoes I would wear to work in my job, and I work where there is a kitchen. So he's basically wearing work slash school shoes. So they're really chunky, they're really heavy, and mm. you're not an arch on your feet. So when he was stood still, he had really good hip action, and we saw that. Could he when have he was having away with like a white dance sneaker or something? Could have. But when he was going forwards and backwards and trying to use his hips, that's where it went wrong because you just can't when you're that flat to the ground. And again, it's another salsa where the pro is in flat shoes, so I'm wondering if it's because of all the lifts and whatnot, they're choosing not to wear heels mm. in these sorts of mm. dances. Yeah, I suppose you don't oh, want no. to take somebody's eye out. Yeah. Yeah, no one wants a stiletto to the eye. Oh on live oh. TV. No. With with mm. with the sort of power that's gonna be behind a pro's leg. It's not covered by the existing waiver. <laughs> oh, imagine just... imagine doing the strictly risk assessments. Oh god. <laughs> it's it's bad enough doing risk assessments for girl guides, to be honest. I don't even want to think about it for strictly. Yeah. I've got to do a risk assessment on the hall and I don't want to. All the ones I do have to do with usually thousand degree furnaces. <laughs> And oh. or lasers. So, you know, I, I at least know the quant- the sort of category of risk I'm dealing with. But yeah. the strictly risk assessors, they've got to deal with imaginary lighthouses, <laughs> high-speed high, high yeah. stiletto eye injuries. Or last year, uh, Medium-sized props. <laughs> medium-sized props. Uh, the fact that not all of the stage is really there. There's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, So I think that we were being primed for something with Kelvin's VT. So by having his mate turn up in another supercar and deliver him with his trophy, that was us being told that Kelvin is a winner. Indeed. Kelvin. And just think, we could be seeing him lift another trophy. Yes, yes. just think, get used to seeing Kelvin lifting trophies. Um, see, I don't, I don't think he's going to win. I, I do not, I do not see him winning. The story of the series would be quite weird if he did win. <laughs> what the reserve comes and wins yep. it? <laughs> yeah, the reserve comes and wins it and won it in week one. Yeah, it just it just like makes me wonder. Yeah, it makes me wonder though, like how far wh- was Ot still meant to be in the competition? But then again, as we said, there's no point trying to like put Ot in a formula or a script because she made Graham a fantastic dancer as well. So give her anyone, and she will work something out with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, whether <laughs> all she asks for is their complete obedience. The, o- yes. the only the only yeah. issue I had with this is that this year it was a salsa and Oti wasn't in tactical booty shorts. I mean, who doesn't want that? 
I loved her hair. And she could a have teeny done... tiny fringe skirt, though. Yeah. She she could have done if she was going for the... Well, they don't actually have it in racing anymore. If she was going for a sort of... Uh, under, podium girl. Underdressed podium girl pit babe yeah. type yeah. thing. I mean, I must admit, I'm not looking forward to Kelvin's drive in Blackpool. I just think that's going to be very heavy and stompy. Oh, yeah, there's, be... there's a lot of him. <laughs> yeah, well, we're asking a fridge to drive. Yes. You'll believe a smeg can jive. <laughs> the old sing, the old singing, all dancing <laughs> smeg fridge. I mean, I I would like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I what what he could do with maybe is like quite a dirty uh, rock and roll track and a, like a greaser vibe. I mean, that's mm. probably what they're probably going to do. They're probably going to do, like, Grease Lightning or something to sort of get away with it so he can sort of, like, not do much and Oti do a lot of the, like, dancing around him sort of thing. Uh, as long as we get not... Oti dancing in, like, I don't know, a leather jacket or something. Yeah, because there's a lot of that in this house. So, like, Kelvin didn't do much. There's a lot of, like, knee sliding and shimmying and lifting her up and down. He didn't do yeah. much. <laughs> Nobody noticed. I'm not sure he's got enough yeah. hair for a quiff, mind. That'll just get one out the wig drawer. Prosthetics, prosthetics, prosthetics. As long as it doesn't come alive. (coughs) Oh, what I would love is that if he doesn't... Do you know like how last year Charles tried to samba next to Johannes? I would love to see see Johannes (laughs) in his routine and just out-jive him like a total queen. So like, Kelvin, Johannes... In heels. Oh, yes. (laughs) (gasps) Maybe Johannes is in the the routine with um, with Gio and Michelle. In the heels. Oh. That would be you better work. <laughs> Working. He's just cosplaying as RuPaul. Superman. Well, now I'm in a good mood for that image. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, after after Alex's paso doble is done, that's all of the girls done that with their pasos. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh. Really? so who's left? The only paso doble Chris. that hasn't been done is Chris. Yeah. Oh, uh, and Kelvin. And Kelvin. But Chris probably isn't going to do a pass I think we're less mm. likely to see Chris's. Yeah. Well, yeah. he could, unless he gets it. Oh, he's not going to get it next week. So, yes. No. That's likely. Aww. No, there's only, there's, there's only seven of them. There's no need to double up dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before I cough myself to pieces, <laughs> let's have um, Frocks of the Week. Meg. Um... <sighs> I kind of really struggled with Frogs of the Week this week. I really like Katya's, um, but I think Alex's, actually. Oh, yeah, it was so cute and sunshiny. Elliot? I mean, yeah, as a whole, DSI did a fantastic job this this week. I mean, they all look fantastic, but it has to go to Karen because that's just such a power look. And, like, even with Chris, like, just them as a partnership, incredible look this week. I just heard a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, the mousy hell... She's brought me a catnip mouse. <laughs> in case I'm uh, hungry. Not a real one. <laughs> <laughs> no, just catnip this time. And um, I kind of agree with Elliot. Actually, um, I absolutely loved Karen's dress. I love the way that it looked. So kind of, I'm going to use a word, but it's not the the word I want to use. It kind of looked quite normal, <laughs> quite plain. But then, as soon as the lights kind of went pow on it, you could see there's lovely crystals on her back but i have to say as well she looked great because he looked great 
And the two of them together, Chris and Karen, that just looked like a brilliant, brilliant costume. Okay, I will concur with that. Karen is the winner of Frock of the Week. <coughs> Amazing stuff. And I've just run out of voice. Uh, so it's time for me to say goodnight, Meg. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Good night. And good night, Anne. Good night. I've been Ellie. This has just about been a Keep Dancing podcast. I'm very sorry about the intro. I've no idea what's happening. Good night. Good night.